Well, I guess you just have to be prepared to die. Well, what? Cell phones, pay attention. I tell you, you start counting five like a sucker. have any plans on uh, moving to Texas like everybody else seems to be? <laughs> no, I don't think so. That's, that's funny. I was just like, I was like, hmm, I wonder what everybody's going to do once it's uh, back to normal. Is everybody going to move back? So yeah. I was kind of wondering that too. I mean, Texas, like I'm born and raised in Texas. Like I love it, but, and it is a great place for comedy if, you know, enough people came. But I just feel like right. as soon as things are kind of going back to normal, I mean, it just would make more sense for everybody to go back and pick up where everybody left off. So I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. It'll be interesting. You know, there's a certain there's a certain level of comic that's going to move out there that it's going to be great for them. You know, and, and then there's going to be a certain level of comic that uh, doesn't it doesn't help them at all. And then there's going to be a level of comic that you know it's it's just they make a lot of money already and. So, you know, we'll see, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Do you live in L.A. now? I live, I live in Long Beach. I've been here since uh, 2000. So. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And But you're originally from Canada, right? Originally from Canada. I grew up in a little town in northern British Columbia. And uh, I ended up in Vancouver. And then I ended up in New York. And ended up out here. And met my wife. And we have a house in Virginia as well, which we talked about maybe going to at some point. But... Yeah, uh, I'm just gr- I'm just grinding it out out here, you know. So yeah, I mean, have they been able to do? I mean, to open anything? Like, I mean, here in Texas, I I mean, most places at least are kind of at like a fifty percent capacity. I don't know how long that's yeah, going to last. I know it's probably going to get shut back down pretty soon, just because of like winter time. So yeah, it's not it's not been it's not really been anything indoors here at all. Mm. Um, you know, so yeah. Sorry, I just have to sneeze. Uh-huh. <laughs> Sorry about that. Uh, <laughs> uh, um, uh, you know, I go down to a place in uh, El Escondido, which is basically San Diego, and they have an outdoor thing that's really good. Um, there's a guy named Ahmed Ahmed who puts yeah. on uh, an outdoor show at a compound in Venice. Uh, I do one at, outside a pizza place. Yeah. Um, I've been kind of shut down for a while because they've gone back on to uh, 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 lockdown here. Kind of, mm-hmm. they went to a they went to a uh, curfew, which wasn't too bad, and then LA County went to a no uh, no outdoor seating and dining or anything, so we can't even do that anymore. Yeah, so I just, yeah. you know I understand the curfew. Like people get people get sloppy when they get drunk. You know, mm-hmm. they forget that there's stuff going on. Next thing you know, they're hanging each all over each other and close talking and that's how diseases get spread you know? so, oh yeah uh, so I, I understand it it sucks hard uh, for my bank account but yeah. uh, I'd rather I think we can make more money in the future quicker if we just kind of you know if you do everything right and 
I get why people don't want to do it. You can understand that people don't want to be told what to do. I get that stuff, but at the same time, yeah. uh, I want to make money, so I just kind of the, the quicker we get it so we're taken care of, the better. Yeah, exactly. I mean, in Texas, basically the whole state's attitude is like, screw you like we're we're just gonna do what we want which hasn't turned out to be a bad idea who would have thought yeah 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 it, was, it, was, it, yeah, it always helps uh, I, I i like my medical advice from uh scientists and doctors yeah <laughs> so, same yeah. <laughs> yeah but what are you gonna do you know some people some people that, that, that's the way it is that's that's just the way it is, but uh, I just yeah. want to keep my family safe, and uh, I, I would prefer not to get anybody else sick. I would, I would hate to have had the disease and then find out that I spread it all over the place. That's and died from it. That is exactly like because I mean I'm definitely obese and I smoke, so there's two strikes. Well, yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but like. I'm still not necessarily that worried about myself. I mean, I'm pretty sure I'll be all right, but not like the 90 year old woman that I just coughed on at Walmart. Right. Like she's probably going to die. Or or somebody's somebody's kid that has an underlying disease that you don't know about. I guess, you know, everybody's, yeah, it's no, you know, it's healthy people survive things. I get it. But Mm -hmm. there's a reason we have hospitals and doctors because people aren't healthy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We have to do things to take care of each other. So yeah, I mean, when in doubt, just don't be a dick. That's kind of yeah, what it comes don't down be a to. Dick. Just <laughs> suck it up, princess. Yeah, come on, I mean, Sally, as my dad would say, just do it. <laughs> well, the whole like idea that oh, I can't breathe through this damn mask—that is hilarious yeah. to me. Like, yeah, I if mean, you can't breathe through a mask. If you can't breathe through a mask, you should be very concerned. Uh, you have an underlying disease. Yeah. So. Oh, I know. <laughs> I, I get it. I put on I put on some masks where I don't know. You know, I, I went to tell my wife I put on one mask. I breathed in, and it is all of a sudden I got lightheaded. <laughs> yeah. Bizarre. But it didn't last for too long. And I think a lot of people have panic attacks when they put them on. You know, mm. like, that's that's kind of my thing. Like if I wear it too long, like I have anxiety, which is strike probably oh. strike three, I guess. But uh, <laughs> like I. <laughs> I get a little like panicky, but then I have to realize like, yeah, I'm breathing just fine. Like I'm not an idiot. Like all these yeah, other people, yeah. you know, but Hey, if, uh-huh. if Canada, cause you know, like everybody here in the U S well, not everybody is pretty divided, but we hate the national anthem. Like everybody's like super anti national anthem, which I think they should change anyways. Cause the song kind of sucks. I think they should change it to like Bob Seger or something, which is something I'm going to work on, like night moves. If they could change the Canadian national anthem, what should it be changed to? Oh, if they could change the Canadian national anthem, uh, probably have to be like uh, Gordon Lightfoot's song, either the Fitzgerald or uh, Mm, if you could read my uh, mind. Yeah, if you can remember that one, uh, Sundown. The, 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 what's the one about the guy? The guy sneaking around his well, sneaking around with his wife. Is that back door? Is that Sundown? Is that is that Sundown? Yeah, yeah I think that's Sundown. Yeah, But you can you can do you can do the you could just you could just we could just instead of changing the whole Canadian national anthem, we could just change it so you have to sing it in in the voice of Gordon Lightfoot, brother Bill. 
If you could remember. Yeah, that like shaky, like Stevie Nicks voice. Yeah. yeah. I, my vote was Limelight by Rush, but maybe that's too cliche. That's, that's very funny. That's very funny. <laughs> or Corey anything Hart. Like, anything with like a 40 minute drum solo in the middle of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, do YYZ or something. That, yeah, yeah. It gives, me time to show up. It, gives, it gives me time to show up to a hockey game late. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, damn. Do you watch do you watch other comic specials? Like I've always wondered uh, that. Like like I are you I don't I, I don't like to be influenced. Okay, exactly. You know, yeah. So so I, I try not to watch and see what other people are doing. You know, it's just funny cuz sometimes then you find out somebody's doing it like oh, I was talking about that weird stuff. But um um I try not to be influenced, but every so often I stumble across one like I watch Lavelle Crawford's one night <laughs> and uh, yeah. I just laugh my ass off and you know I, uh, I watched uh, Chappelle on it wasn't his special but his his thing on Saturday Night Live made me laugh a lot yes and, uh, you know yeah. um, but I try not to watch other specials just so just so you know it's it's just I want I want to carry I like a sling sheet of ice you know what I mean mm-hmm. nobody skated on it so if I don't know what anybody's doing then you know I, I can just tell from interviews if people are funny so I just I like I know what they're doing. So yeah, um, yeah, that that makes sense. Cause, but do you worry that? Cause I mean, obviously I'm not a comedian, but I would worry about like when when I would write a joke, like, damn, did somebody else do this already? Like, does that does that come into somebody, mind? Like when you are writing, somebody else will tell you. Somebody else will tell if somebody else did it, but also you write. Uh, you write, you just write, and things happen. And sure, there's crossover times. Yeah. Some people are like, "What if, what if somebody stole your joke?" You know, like I'm just like, <laughs> well, if they can do it better than me, they can do it better than me. Have fun with it. You know, <laughs> like other stuff. I'm not, you know, I don't, I don't feel like I'm gonna one, write one joke for my whole life, so we can move on to something else. We'll be fine. So yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I can, you know, but but uh, yeah, yeah. I don't really worry about it. If yeah. somebody's talking about something, you know, I like to think that my perspective will be different than their perspective. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, because, I mean, you think, like, how many damn jokes are there about, you know, what's like a cliche, like airplane travel or something. But right. everybody still has a unique perspective on it, at least. Yeah. Like, yeah, if you talk about something that happened to you, it's pretty tough for somebody to say, yeah. Uh, for sure, yeah. But I did, I did, uh, I, I don't know who it was, but I was, I was, I was uh, watching somebody, and I, I have a joke about being on a plane with Jimmy Carter out of the, you know, in the Atlanta airport. And somebody yeah. else I heard talking about the same thing. I was like, I was like, at first I'm like, oh, they steal my thing. And then I was like, oh, well, he flies out of the Atlanta airport a lot, so more than one person's going to be, you know, on a plane with him. And, you know, so it was, it was different, but it was, it was funny that he has the same stuff. I can't remember who it was. It just made me laugh. Yeah, I think. I think I know who you're talking about. I know there. Well, maybe it is you that that I heard. But yeah, I know somebody does like you know something about Jimmy Carter. But yeah, I mean Jimmy Carter probably flies out of that airport on a weekly basis. So yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah. Chances are pretty high. Yeah, and we as, as a comedian, I, I I fly mostly United, but you know every so often you're on Delta and you just you, mm. it, it, it just made on mine. He shook everybody's hand, but that's what made me laugh. He's like shaking everybody's hand and. and uh, <laughs> And I was sitting next to this. I was sitting next to this old guy, and he was kind of annoyed by it. And then the and then the pilot, the pilot actually heckled Jimmy Carter. Was like, he said, he said, if Mr. Carter will sit down, we can pull this plane back from the, from the, from the gate. 
sometimes. I mean, you do this every time we believe you can tell. And then, yeah. and then the other thing that was going on that made, made me laugh with this lady yelled out, "You're the best, Jimmy Carter." <laughs> and the guy beside the guy beside me goes, "Easy." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm just like people are so funny. Yeah. He's the best. No, he isn't. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Do you have to like force yourself to write, or do you mostly just kind of let things come to you? Well, yes and yes. Okay. So I do have to force myself to write. I have to force myself to sit down, and it's not so much I write, uh, you know, jokes out, but I write subjects, mm-hmm. and then I and then I write when I'm on stage about that subject. So. Oh, so you um, and then I, so you write while that? you're on stage. Yeah, right. While I'm on stage, I'll just like you know have a Damn. subject, and I'll, and I'll take it on stage and uh, and, and work it out from there. Yeah, because I've I mean I've seen like I mean a lot of your stuff, but especially like a lot of the crowd work. Crowd work to uh-huh. me is is like fucking amazing because Perfect. I mean you know like writing is definitely got to be pretty difficult too, but crowd work is just straight off the dome like improvised and to me i think that that takes more of like a comedic skill like maybe i analyze this like too much i don't know but i just like seeing it because it's like oh damn like this is really how you can tell how fast and quick someone is yeah i think i I think it's just you know natural humor it's it's unforced it's you know when a guy's really good like there's some people that i enjoy watching do it and it's just it's just it's just like being around your friends more Mm -hmm. You know, so whereas uh, I, I consider a conversation, uh, you know, crowd works a conversation, whereas just, you know, a mon- monologist is basically a speech and I get bored during speeches because I'm not involved. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, and your crowd work is a lot more of a conversation than I think a lot of other comics crowd work you know like a lot of i mean uh-huh. not everybody but you go back and watch like don rickles and it was basically just him shitting on the crowd for an hour which is still hilarious i mean no nothing Absolutely. against don rickles but like yours definitely feels more of it's like you connecting to the audience and that's got to make the show just so much better uh, i think it's i think it's i think it connects me to the people you know like i, I think um you know the fourth wall is broken and they feel part of it and mm-hmm. i know i can i can tell mostly when somebody doesn't want to be part of it and i let them go you know uh, peacefully into yeah. the night unless they're unless they're cranky about it and if they're cranky about it I, I can I can play with them a little bit more and make them yeah. feel bad about themselves and then, uh, <laughs> but I, I like to I like to make it you know um, I make it my the show they're part of the show and they become a character in the show so mm-hmm. I've, yeah. got, I've been told that I uh, somehow I'm able to let get people to open up easy as well like yeah. people will say afterwards I can't believe I said that to you right? I can't believe you got me to tell that so mm which is kind of kind of nice. Yeah, for sure. And I mean it's ultimately going to make better crowd work. Like the more you can like the more double-sided it can be. Like unless it, instead uh-huh. of it just being you talking at people, you know? Like I mean that can uh-huh. be funny obviously, but if if it can be two-sided, I think that has a lot to do with it too. Yeah. Yeah. How so how many years in are you? Like how when did you start? I'm about 25 years in. Damn. Oh, yeah, it's just, it's just, yeah, it, it goes quick, man. Yeah. I know people say, people say, you know, life just happens 
quick, but it really does. You just one day you're, uh, you know, you're, you're just having fun, and then the next day you're forty. You're like, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, yeah. It's been it's been great. It's taken me around the world and gotten me to see a lot of things and introduce my, myself to a lot of people I wouldn't got introduced myself to. So, yeah, it's kind of it's kind of a great. So, do you do you have like like a bucket list for yourself? of like venues that you want to perform at or certain like achievements or is it more just that's a really good question because I, I, I don't have a bucket list I want to do everything yeah I know that sounds stupid but I mm. do I just like I'm like I want to do everything yeah yeah no I mean I there's that's definitely the best way to be I mean like I would think something like you know like Madison Square Garden for example like you know what I mean like something just kind of like oddly specific but, yeah, um, I guess I, I would like to. I would like to. One of the things that I've always wanted to say is that you know that what do I, what do you want in your career? And that is, I want more. Like right now, I'm not I'm not at this point yet. Where I want more of the crowd that shows up. I want them to just come to see me and bag rather than coming to see comedy show. So right now, I'm probably about forty percent of showing up to see Ian Bag. I'd like to get it up to about seventy-five or eighty percent mm-hmm. are coming to see see me, and then you know the the others are coming to see comedy show. So yeah, that's yeah, that's a good that's a good place to be for sure. Do you think? I mean, like to bring up like you know the Madison Square Garden thing. Is there is there kind of like something lost in going to a comedy show that's in a giant venue like that? Like it doesn't it, isn't it better um, to play at like a club or maybe a theater but like a small different. theater? It's different. It's different because you know I've done I've done like um, so I went to Europe with Gabriel Places and we did arenas there. Yeah, seven thousand seven thousand people, and then I did Jesus. Uh, in Pittsburgh. I did the PPG Paints, which is where the Penguins play, and Damn. that was about ten. That was close to ten thousand people, and it was <laughs> it was. It was it was really fun. You just kind of, I just kind of I kind of just made different like communities amongst the crowd. You know, it's a different mm. it's a different game, but it's really fun. You know? Okay. So yeah, yeah. It seems like it would be like my idea would just be that like if it goes well, then it goes really well. But if it goes bad, <laughs> then it's a fucking a disaster. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Do you? I mean, even at twenty-five years in, like, do you ever still bomb, or is that something that just kind of goes oh, away? Yeah. Every, every week, like you know, if, uh, to be you know, to be completely honest with you, we never stop bombing. You know, mm-hmm. uh, every so often, but for the most part, your percentages go up. You know, yeah. because because when you first start doing comedy, if you're funny, you're funny. Now you're getting your consistency on to with with connecting with the crowd you gotta you know you gotta get that consistency going so you, you know it just, I remember when I, when I first started I was like oh you know if one show would be good two shows would be good and then third show would be bad you know that goes mm. for a while and then you figure out why why did that happen and then you'd be like up to you know five and one you know so I would say it's quite high now that's, that's but I screw up every once in a while yeah I, I take, you never know you never know you walk into with not enough knowledge you can fuck up. You can screw some. You can screw some things up. So 
Yeah. I mean, do but you? It, it's rarely, but you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's more. It's more. I'm not. I'm not happy with the response I got. I, I feel I should have gotten better. Hmm. Okay. So, so that's so. Yeah. So that's kind of where. So it's not necessarily a bombing. It's like a just like eh, could have been better. Or maybe the response could have been better. So yeah, it's more like that. Yeah. That was more like that. So yeah, I mean, uh, like not to just put blame on things, but sometimes are there just bad crowds? Absolutely. So yeah, how absolutely. how? <laughs> <laughs> so like, how much does that play into, like like? Is it something that can be salvaged, or is it sometimes like it's just like, damn, I'm about to go eat shit. The last three people ate shit, so this crowd just is not good. You gotta have fun. You gotta learn how to have fun with it. And when sometimes, mm-hmm. uh, you know, when I say I didn't get the, you know, um, I didn't get the resp- uh, uh, I didn't get the response I wanted. Mm-hmm. Or that, you know, it's it's. Um, it's it's me. I'm not. I I didn't get to have the fun that I wanted to. I blame it on myself more than the crowd. More, you know? Like I didn't. I should have. Mm. I should have done so. It's it's more. I don't know. But sometimes they're just bad crowds. Like they're just sections of people that are just you know. Yeah. Just just dumb as rocks. <laughs> so, you know. It's just, you, yeah. can't, you can't really get them to where. You can't get them to get on the ride, you know. And mm. So it's hard to take them on the ride if they won't get on the ride. So yeah, that hmm, that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, is does doing crowd work ever get to a point where, like, does it ever get tense? Like, you maybe pick yeah. the wrong person, or like, how do you get yourself out of something like that? Uh, I I just kind of I I'll talk to I like. Uh, I think I know when when they're going when when it's going when it's going. If there's two different types of it going not the way you know when the person doesn't you know people have anxiety like we talked about before when they don't want to talk to me and they're yeah. embarrassed or when they're shy. I don't keep pushing for those people. I don't mm-hmm. keep pushing on them. Either. But if they're that person and then suddenly they're a dick about it, then I push forward, mm. make them make them feel bad about themselves. <laughs> and sometimes you know some people don't. I've had I've had interesting times where I remember a lady yelling at me that uh, she said you don't have any material you're not taking comedy serious. <laughs> I just remember, like an oxymoron. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what the hell is serious no. comedy? I mean, yeah, I, I, who wants to see that shit? Like, and I just remember I remember thinking too. I do have stuff written down. Like I missed something. <laughs> there's definitely so. It's not for me to explain where the jokes are. Yeah, it's yeah. For me to make you laugh, but uh, you know, you can't. You know, you don't. You don't. I, just, I, want, I want people to. I want when people come to my show. I want them to have fun and escape. I'm not. I'm more yeah. concerned about those people that are that are getting on the ride and mm-hmm. enjoying it because no matter what you do, somebody's going to hate you no matter what. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, even somebody like fucking like. Dave Chappelle, Richard Pryor, like the greatest of all time. Like there are people that hate them, so it's like, yeah. I mean, well, people, you can't uh, win. I mean, we'll get out of comedy. I'll just go to yesterday. I just seen people complaining about the the Dallas Cowboys. They were complaining about the game yesterday. I'm like, you think it's got anything chance? 
anything has got anything to do with their coach dropping dead in front of them in the gym yesterday? You know, like yeah, like you guys, you know, like all you think that 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 you know, I just if people people are bizarre. Like yeah. they just look to complain. So that's that's definitely true and the whole i mean it's been pounded to fucking death but the whole like internet social media culture ramped that up to a crazy extreme you know the idea that i can say whatever the hell i want and nothing can happen to me unless i'm famous then if i say whatever i want my career is ruined it's it's such a weird balance i mean it's not a balance it's a it's it's so strange i mean and and I feel yeah. bad for like comedians because it's like, but what the hell are y'all supposed to do? Like the whole point it's, is to tell jokes and well, be funny. And it's interesting. There's politicians out there that say things, and and they go, "He was just being funny, ignoring." <laughs> and, and then we say it. I'm like, "Why? Well, we're the people that are actually supposed to be saying something funny. Why would why would you not be ignoring us? You know?" Yeah, and I mean, oh. some things just kind of miss, but you got to take chances. I mean, damn, like. I mean, if you don't take chances, then you're going to be boring. And who wants to be a boring comedian? Like, that's... Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't get it. I mean, I get it, but it's just people who are kind of weak-minded, it seems like. Everybody has a, everybody has a different, you know, like, we're all coming from a different, uh, um, you know, angle. We all just, you know, we all do our thing. And everybody's yeah. different, and some guys are more corporate, and some more guys are more edgy, and some more guys are more, you know, sexual, and some guys are just uh, more simple, and, you know, whatever. Yeah. It's just, it takes all sorts of comedians to just, I just hate when somebody goes after somebody, you know, this is mm. like, oh, you went too far. I'm like, mm, that's not okay. It's okay for, we know, we know when we're on stage and we go too far. We get the crowd, the, the judge, jury, and, and executioners right there. We oh, don't yeah. need you to be judges after. Right, right. And there's nothing more unfunny than reading like a transcript of someone's <laughs> of someone's set. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you could put like the greatest comedian's set on paper and it's not that funny. No. <laughs> so, yeah, it's I mean, I remember when I did last comic standing, we had to write down our jokes <laughs> and, and have, have, have them uh, send them in and have them approved. Oh. And I was just like, well, thanks for making us feel not funny. Oh, yeah. <laughs> when you're writing them down, you're just like, oh, I've seen this on paper. I can't believe I'm doing it. <laughs> well, and writing it down just to have it sent to someone to say, like, Basically, what what were they doing? Just like circling things that were not going to be appropriate for television. Uh, Is that so, the point? So what, it, so what it was? What it was? Yeah, they had to get by uh, uh, practices and standards, which is you know, yeah, the, yeah. The FCC. People, but also, they wanted to make sure that you didn't offend any of their um, their sponsors. Mm. So, mm. so yeah, but oh god, that's got to be miserable. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean. Part of the well, yeah, true. I mean, and like, what do you think about like competition shows like that? Because I, I did watch Last Comic Standing and it's like one of the only ones of those kinds of shows that I enjoyed. But it just seems like not a great way of making it, if that makes sense. Like, like all the people that win make it for a like short time. Maybe not the last comic standing, but like the American Idols and all the other. Yeah, things. it's a contest. At the end of the day, you just have to treat it, treat it like a, a stepping stone. Yeah. Uh, 
it introduce let it let it introduce you to a new group of people that become your fans. You know, you still it's it's not it's not once you've won that contest or gotten to a certain point in that contest, you're you're done. You know, you're yeah. famous. No, you got you got a lot more work you have to do. Yeah. You know, so um, I I always said I didn't want to do a uh, you know a competition and. I did it, and the only time I was nervous was on my first round. When I could, I was just like, "What if I don't get out of this round? Like, I can't get out of this yeah. round. I, I just spun myself into a head. I mean, people are going to see that I can't even get through the first round of last yeah. standing. How does that make my career?" And then once I got through that, I just didn't care. And people were like, "You were so loose and didn't really care," I, because I just didn't. I just didn't care anymore. I was like, "We're just having fun, just uh, treating it like your next show, and not putting too much pressure on it, and having fun." Yeah, that's yeah for sure, and I mean, ultimately the point of it is for, is to get exposure, and I'm sure that it accomplished that. Yeah, it definitely got me a new group of you know people, and I try to build a you know uh, uh, uh you know they, they they say it on the internet all the time. You're trying to be, build your own community. Yeah, and I'm trying to build my own fan community. So I'm just trying to build a bad community, and I felt like I'd add some more people to it by doing that. So yeah. Yeah. What do you think of the people that say, because like, I mean, I've been told this, and I'm sure countless people have, but they'll say like, oh, you're funny. You should be a comedian. Like, <laughs> I mean, is that is there some truth to it or is it just that there's people that kind of know how to do it? Like, you know what I mean? Like anybody can make their friends laugh. Yeah. And I'm yeah, one of those people, but. It's different. It's different. It's, it's, there's people out there that are just like the funniest people I know aren't comedians. Yeah. You know, it's, 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 uh, the difference is I get told that I have to be funny at this exact time, <laughs> at this exact date. And yeah. the funniest people I know don't have, always have that ability. So. Yeah. Yeah. There's something I mean, about the constraints that probably uh, help, you know, like the people who like, who don't have the constraint they can just be funny whenever the hell they want it's a little easier they're just funny at a party you know yeah. I, I, I've been told that to be funny at 8 o'clock in the morning you know you know, <laughs> 2 in the afternoon like all sorts of, it's part of part of the part of you know talking about bombing and doing shows that you don't want to do it that's part of all of it doing that all, all that crap so yeah it's, uh, it's fun but, it's fun though but were you told that though like growing up that you should be yeah, a comedian yeah. Um, I was told he. I was told something that he's probably going to be a comedian. That, mm. that kid there is probably going to be a comedian. And you know, I did. I know. Did I know? No. I just know. I, I just know. I remember the first time I made Shannon Butler laugh and how, how good it felt inside. <laughs> and I was like, I think I can do this. Yeah. And I remember. I remember. I remember. Uh, <laughs> I remember making a promise with myself that I wasn't going to make anybody laugh. <laughs> like, like uh, I just remember, I'm just like, I'm going to shut my mouth and I'm not going to make anybody laugh. And like, it, that happened, that lasted for about three days. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the, fact that I had to, the fact that I had to do that, you know, there was something going on up there. <laughs> I mean, what was the, like, the end goal for that? Just to see if I'm you could do it? I just, I just wanted to be a good kid. Like, I was always told I was a bad kid because uh. I was making people laugh. Oh, okay. No. Yeah, yeah. So, did you get in trouble growing up because of that? Like, trying to make people laugh? Yeah, where's my mouth? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I was just like, yeah, shut up, yeah, shut yeah. up. Yeah, we have that in common. Like, I never, like, I didn't fight people or, like, bully people. Like, I never got into trouble for things like that. 
but I got into a lot of trouble just because I couldn't stop saying inappropriate stuff because it's just fun to do. And like, you know, I'm not attractive, overweight. I got to do something. And yeah, I just, I enjoy making people laugh. I just, the feeling that I got from making people laugh was, uh, you know, I don't, I don't know what else to describe it as. It was just great. So I was like, oh God. And then just the stuff came out of my head so easy. <laughs> yeah. Just, you know, I basically, you know, and I still say to this day, I just, you know, go on stage and then I wake up afterwards. I kind of go into a trance. It's bizarre. Yeah. I mean, what's the high like? from you know because like i know what it's like to what it feels like to make my friends laugh and it's fucking great like it's that alone is addicting but what's it like to do it on stage in front of strangers when there's like actual pressure on you like pretty good yeah really good (laughs) yeah 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 it's really good and then then afterwards you're like oh man you're just like you're you're kind of (laughs) like you're tired you know you're tired and and you're you're just like you just want to rest. You just want. Mm. It's a, it's almost like you know all those superhero movies where they do something and they just feel drained at the end. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's a lot like that. It's like <laughs> ah, I've got the whole world, and then you're like, ah, and then all of a sudden you just like rest. So. <laughs> yeah, so there's just like a hard crash that comes. Uh, it's not it's not so much crash. It's just mm-hmm. like your brain's just like drained. Mm. I know for me, my my like when we do two shows a night, I was like, I, I, I'm like, okay, we can't let my brain go into drain until after the second show. It's something that I've been able to teach myself. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Well, I mean, you could always just do coke. <laughs> yeah. Well, a lot of guys do. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I'm sure that's <laughs> God. I I could never do. Like I've never done it, and I, uh-huh. it would. I feel like it would ruin me. Like I, <laughs> well, I just have no like tolerance for being hyper, or like energetic. Uh-huh. Like I don't yeah. know. There's no way I could do it. <laughs> yeah, uh, I wish I could say that. <laughs> <laughs> when, I yeah. much, when I was much younger. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn, yeah. Hey, if you could go camping with any two comedians, who would it be? Oh, my God. Who would I go camping? Uh, <laughs> Chad Daniels. Okay. Chad Daniels and... Uh, I'd either go, I would either go with Chad Daniels and, and Bert, or mm. I would go with, I would go with uh, Tom, uh, Tom Sador and Christina yeah. Pazinski. Uh, I, I I love being around the, all those four people. Yeah, um, they make me laugh. Yeah, it's I mean, fun to be around. Tom Segura and Bert Kreischer would be a hell of a camping trip. It would be. Uh, you, you probably wouldn't make it out. I wouldn't. You wouldn't <laughs> want to do anything with Bert where you need actual actual expertise. I'd like to go with a guy named Tom Stade too. I know you said you gave me two, and I'm giving you twenty two of them. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a guy named Tom Stade that I started out with that lives in England now. It's yeah. hilarious. It's beautiful. It's beautiful around. Uh, yeah. yeah. And of course, yeah. uh, you know, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Who would you like you? Hmm. I mean, shit, Tom, Tom Segura and Bird wouldn't be bad. Or Tom, Tom and Christina Pajitsky. That's a good one. But, I mean, for survival needs... Joe Rogan. I mean, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know. I yeah, there's there's quite a few like that. I think Theo Vaughn would be interesting. 
that's funny yeah 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 there's there's yeah. a handful that that would be fun yeah i do like weird like what if scenarios sometimes like man who would i go camping with if i could go with any two like rock stars i don't know why the hell i do that but like do you do anything like that like just weird in your head scenarios no no i'm gonna start doing that one hey who should i go camping with (laughs) yeah i don't know why it's always camping but i don't know i'd rather not go camping i'd rather just sit around and have a like a you know like get a, a, a a nice a nice place to just hang out for a weekend that'll be, be way more fun yeah i mean the weird thing is that i don't like camping so i don't know why it's always the, one of the scenarios yeah that's that really funny oh, yeah that's great uh, there's probably something freudian about it i don't know yeah. <laughs> who liked being in the bushes with men yeah <laughs> i don't know i try i don't try to dig too deep <laughs> so who were did you have because I mean, growing up in Canada, were your influences mostly Canadian, or uh, I mean, no, is there even like a some. line? Jonathan Winters was huge. Mm. Uh, Sam Kinison. Yeah. Um, um, Bill Cosby. You know, you got, I gotta say, Bill, Bill Cosby influenced me. Um, yeah. Not, not, not in dating, in comedy, and you know. <laughs> That's the, that's the way he influenced me. And it just, you know, it just, yeah, that's it. Well, he's undeniably was a funny comedian. Like, obviously a complete piece of shit. But still, I mean, I can imagine growing up, he would be an influence to any comedian. Right. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I've, like, growing up in the South is pretty much like Jeff Foxworthy country here. And that's... <laughs> Which is not bad. Jeff Foxworthy's funny. Yeah, but. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, you know, I I, I would say everybody, everybody they're just influenced me. They're just more than others, that's all. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, I mean, when did you start doing the podcast? Is it like a quarantine inspiration? Uh, uh, around the bag? Um, yeah. I started, yeah, in, in, in uh, end of March. I started at end of March. And, I did it every night until June, and then I was like, this is too much, and now I do it Wednesdays <laughs> at 7 p.m., and I do it live, and then we put it onto, onto a, uh, onto, you know, that lives on the home, so, yeah, yeah I like it, it's, it's fun, it's just, it's just, it's just a, you know, kind of a part of me, it's asking silly questions and hearing people's answers, and then uh, I added on kind of giving points away, and they have to mm-hmm. try to become my best friend by the end of the, by the end of the show, there's a winner, and it was my BFF. <laughs> Yeah, it's a great concept. Like, oh, thanks, man. oh, no problem. I mean, there's just so many damn podcasts, and right. coming up with an. I mean, obviously, everyone is unique who does it, so that's inherently unique. But to have a unique concept is pretty hard to find, and I, I really like that. I'd like that idea to <laughs> to win like your affection. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's a hell of a gig to just have people trying to become your friend. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I, I, I think it's about, you know, it's 35 to 40 minutes, and I think that's a great time for a podcast. It mm-hmm. just, you know, burn people out, and just, it just and, you know, people are looking for them, give them a little bit of an escape, and I think, um, you know, people can play along in the chat. Yeah, uh, when I do mine, so I think they become part of it, and it's just it's just fun. Yeah, so I mean, it's on like all platforms, right? Like Spotify. Yeah, it's on. 
It's on. Uh, it's. I don't know if it's on Spotify, but it's on iTunes. Yeah. I'm starting to put it on iTunes, but uh, it's the best to watch it on YouTube, Ian Bag yeah. Comedy Channel. Uh, it's on Twitch and it's on Facebook. So uh, I'm trying to. I'm, I'm trying to get it on all the platforms. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Well, I mean, I know we're kind of running into the cutoff point. So uh, I mean, do you we're have running into the running into the water? Run. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you have any? Uh, Wait, actually, did you watch wrestling growing up? Uh, a little bit. Uh, I was like uh, WWF. Yeah. Did you what, like Bret Hart? Yeah, I love him. We all, everybody loved Bret Hart. That's Canadian. We loved him. All right. Yeah, we loved him. So in a fight, like a real fight, who wins, Bret Hart or my man Stone Cold Steve Austin? Who? Mm. I think Bret Hart. I think Bret Hart. I think Bret Hart's got that hockey background. <sighs> no. I've... I'm very disappointed. Nobody beats the rattlesnake. What? I'm sorry. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Nobody beats my impression of Red. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I could do an impression of Bret Hart. That's all. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think I think it's Bret Hart, though, man. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you, I love him. <laughs> I actually I liked the Hitman a lot growing up too, but if you live in Texas, it's very sacrilegious to not like Stone Cold Steve Austin. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. That, and you gotta like, you gotta hate warm beer. You gotta hate warm beer. Ooh, no, no, no. Warm. Well, see, the hating warm beer thing comes from the fact that here all of our beer is basically like raccoon piss. Yeah, like it's beer it's not really good. So you kind of have to get it like freezing cold to like be able to enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas it's gotta be like almost icicled. Yes, and that's the only way you can like stomach it. It's really disgusting, but yeah. it works. I, I, I think I have almost beer anyway. We drink for the effects, not the uh, not the taste. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, exactly. Ian, I really appreciate you uh, calling in. I had a great time talking to you. I appreciate you, but be uh, be good out there. I hope people will go to ianbay.com to find out what's going on with me and uh, stay safe. And uh, I'll see you next time. I'm in uh, Texas, all right, but. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Well, have a good one, man. You too, brother. Well, I guess you just have to be prepared to die. Well, what? Pay attention. Get off your cell phones. Pay attention. Stop counting five like a sucker.